five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of I Rewatch iCarly. I am going to just get right into it. I'm going to get left into it. Ooh. She, she wants to already be a little feisty. <laughs> I'm wearing a browser shirt. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. Well, this week's episode is called I Look Alike. And in honor of this week's episode, I want to remind everybody of our lookalikes. Cersei's lookalike is Sean White. Uh, I mean, fuck Phoebe you, Bridgers. Fuck you, 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 actually, fuck you. And oh mine is Renesme. So. I mean, the turd I just took earlier today, the feces in my toilet. That's what you look like. That's what you look like on the inside. I can't believe you called me Sean White on the podcast. You're so mean. I had to jump right into Do it. You ever get tired of being ice cold no not at all it's honestly I'm my sure you favorite do when you're pastime. alone at night wishing you had someone to push your cold all toes up against to warm familiar faces that's Sean why you're places shut the fuck up <laughs> i'm actually like i'm done i'm done with the podcast i'm actually the done. best part is that we met and we went skiing too so like it's even funnier <laughs> Like literally Sean White. That's when I was like looking my Sean Whiteiest too. Yeah. The whitiest of Sean's. I was so pale. I was like not looking good. You were skiing. You were in your Sean White era. That era was literally just like a week long and it was the week we met. It had never happened to me prior and it hasn't happened to me after. Mm. It was an anomaly. An anomaly. Now that uh we're not in your Sean White era. Now that my confidence has been <laughs> obliterated for everyone's entertainment. Stop, you're beautiful. Call me Sean White and beautiful in the same sentence. I I will kill you. Get you get you a girl who could do both, who could be Sean White and beautiful. Who is a beautiful Sean White? Sean White is like pissing in the corner crying. <laughs> like, what do you mean, Sean White or beautiful? <laughs> I am not beautiful. His wife is going to send us some hate mail. Yeah. Are we The Sean White stands are going to come after us. I hope they do. I hope so. I'll kick their asses. <laughs> Give us some entertainment. I have a lot of pent-up aggression right now. <laughs> well, let's move on so you can get out your aggression. It's season two, episode 12. It was released March 7th, 2009. It was directed by David Kendall. Which I think we may have forgotten, but I want to reiterate. This let's is reiterate. Guy who exclusively has, like, Nickelodeon and Disney writing credits, mm -hmm. then randomly writes New Guy in 2002. Uh -huh. IMDb says it's a PG-13 film. <laughs> Me thinks no. Like, it definitely either should be rated R, or there's, like, a popular director's cut that's definitely rated R. Mm -hmm. But I also just feel like generally the, the PG-13 genre in the early 2000s was sort of like a, holy fuck, how is this? PG-13, you know? Like, yeah, it's like edging R. Yeah, it's edging R. It's edging R. <laughs> That's like our podcast. We're, just, <laughs> we're edging the worst thing you can possibly see all the time. Yeah. But his acting and directing history literally goes 
Growing Pains, Boy Meets World, The Wonderful World of Disney, even Stevens, That's So Raven, boom, new guy, boom, <laughs> Dirty Deeds, Bill the Future, <laughs> Hannah Montana, Ned's Declassified, Zoe 101, Cory in the House. I also find it really strange that mm-hmm. he cross-pollinates between Disney and Nickelodeon, which I feel is like a huge no-no for face-forward talent. Yeah. But then he can, th- this man can do it all. But, like, is that allowed? Like, will his... Cr- I guess it's allowed if he did it, but I feel like yeah, whatever contract, I feel like you know, I I wonder if it's like the face forward actors have a more strict contract about who they can collaborate with. Oh, for sure. And writers probably don't have that. Well, they don't want like the face of Disney over on mm-hmm. Nickelodeon. You know what I mean? Because like that would be such a serve. That would be like when the Verizon wireless guy went over to AT and T. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That would be the biggest f you. Well, I feel like they always tried to make Disney seem like the goody two shoes. You know what I mean? And Nickelodeon was just like, not that they weren't goody two shoes, but you know they weren't like the Christian, wholesome, conservative, white like yeah. kids. You know? I mean, honestly, like Disney has a huge legacy and reputation to uphold, and like Nick and stuff, they didn't give a fuck. Like yeah. they were like. We don't have. It was just very different. Reputation. This is this is for goofs, giggles, and gaffs. But Disney, it's like Disney's like whoa. This doesn't align with our values. <laughs> Where's God? This is ungodly. Ungodly. Speaking of ungodly, who wrote this episode? Uh, fucking Dan Schneider. I was gonna say. Uh, also, speaking uh, of ungodly, uh, there's a lot going on in the fucking news right now. That's crazy. Oh, a lot God, of conservative, yeah. crazy things. So that's pretty Dude, fucked up. Abortion being illegal is the dumbest thing ever no Did period you know? just leave it leave it at that it's the that's our that's our statement on the matter is abortion being illegal is the dumbest thing ever that's yeah that's our critical analysis so, i mean it's it's statistically <laughs> proven that abortion it is aids society in many many ways and, period it really does anyway yeah anyway well, we're gonna get sad so that was our that was our official statement on the matter um let's not k-word ourselves too early into this podcast and let's move on no k-wording ourselves only k-wording babies am i right yeah just kidding fetuses fetuses they're not, the same thing. They're not real fetuses are just cells you know what else is just cells that are alive cancer yeah that's right you know what else is cancer dan schneider (laughs) this fucking episode this fucking episode cancer we should have aborted this fucking episode i mean preach baby preach like legitimately well so mr dan schneider uh, 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 wrote this episode thanks daniel and in this episode you know what usually his episodes are good and yeah. it makes me hate him because they're funny but this one hmm. no maybe david kendall ruined things <laughs> david kendall is like a ruiner much like the supreme court he takes something that should be good and just david kendall also did i rue the day i hatch chicks i switch schools i owe you and then this episode yeah those all kind of have the same plot issues in common where it's like there isn't one. Yeah. But that's weird because, I mean, he's a director. He's not responsible for writing it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. There was there was something missing here, and yeah. maybe Dan was just off his game on this. He was like, this show is established. It's getting renewed for season three. Yeah, he's like, fuck oh, it. This one's just a try. filler episode. Whatever. Let's get it over yeah, with. fuck it. We, we ball. We ball. Nothing happens. We just vibe. Yeah. Well, in this episode, the gang discover that they have a very 
famous fan who invites them to interview him backstage at an exclusive event. Plus, we get a change of pace and get to see a side of Spencer that we haven't seen since season one, episode five. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's spicy. Ooh, only the real fans know, and Cersei's not a real fan. (laughs) I'm not. I'm a fucking fake-ass fan. You think I actually like iCarly? Ooh. Ha! No. Cringe. Epic cringe moment. On top of all of that, we have another murder (gasps) happen live on iCarly. Oh, my God. Yeah. We open on iCarly live. The besties are destroying a lamp with a hammer. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. proves the hammer is the wrong tool to fix a desk lamp. (laughs) Knee slapper. Whoa. It proved nothing other than you guys have anger issues and you're running out of content ideas. Yep. Put another Fred video on. (laughs) That would be better than this yeah literally sam goes looks like freddy's gonna be doing his homework in the dark and by the horrified look on freddy's face as she tosses the fucked up lamp off to the side you can tell that that was legitimately his real life desk lamp yeah he was just she yeeted she yeeted it so you're telling me sam can yeet a desk lamp but we can't yeet yeet a bunch of cells the hypocrisy listen there's a lot of yeeting going on in this episode and it's not fair that we cannot. It's giving me yeet envy. <laughs> it's giving me yeet envy because we cannot yeet the things that we want to yeet. So, again, iCarly lining up with the real world. I can yeet some bullets in the air and I can't yeet a fucking. <laughs> a bullet in my fetus. A womb occupier that isn't paying rent. How dare they? A parasite in my womb. Sucking away at my nutrients. And my life. lose my hair. Get stretch marks have to piss all the time have to shit all the time no thank you yeah no thanks well very important uh carly is wearing a penny tee and it says south frog spit which is almost saying it out loud sounds a little like baguette south frog spit i'm trying to like figure out what it could possibly mean i don't know like frog could also be toad toad similar to toe Toe. similar to spit on toes similar to dan schneider writing this episode who has a foot fetish who would love to spit on carly's toes also i feel like frog spit could be like fuck it like frog spit fuck it yeah it's something. There's a lot it could be. It's definitely something. It's definitely something. I like the Dan Schneider theory. We are not paranoid. Everything means something. Everything means something. Absolutely. But I know that you wanted to talk about that, but can we focus on poor <laughs> Freddie getting disrespected by his quote unquote friends? Quote unquote friends. And not the stupid fucking penny tea. Even though <laughs> when I was writing these notes, I was like, fuck the penny tea. But then actually speaking, I was like, wait, yeah, let's get into this. So yeah, I'm actually. A liar. <laughs> I don't even know what I want to talk about. A hypocrite. <laughs> I am. I'm, dude, I'm the biggest hypocrite ever. We could talk about both. Hypothetically, we could talk about both. Yeah, hypothetically, but not in practice. We can only no. focus on one thing in this episode, and it will be abortion. Yes. Oh, I could talk about this for hours. This is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, let's let's move on. Let's move on. We do have a podcast to tend to, although... We do. To tend to, like a garden. Yes. We need to, we need to water our garden of iCarly podcast. You know what? Speaking of getting heated as fuck, the girls pay homage to the first ever girl to throw a tantrum. Whoa. In a caveman sketch about a cave girl, played by Carly, who wants a pet dinosaur, but her cave parents, played by Fred and Sam, say no. So she throws a cave tantrum to try to get what she cave wants. <laughs> I really take issue with this sketch uh, from a 
technical writing standpoint in uh. the beginning, the parents open up going, Oonga, Oonga, Oonga. <laughs> and then when Carly comes in, perfect English, I want a dinosaur. No, baby, you can't have a dinosaur. I was like, what was the Oonga if they know English? It was almost like, like I know caveman isn't like a race or anything but it was racist it was it was yeah. something about it was racist yes it was caveman phobic it was caveman phobic yeah i didn't like it it also rubbed me the wrong way because literally what like, you're saying like i thought they were going to be speaking like the fucking spongebob episode where they're a caveman and they just speak in caveman like the entire fucking episode <laughs> but no they literally just switched to english immediately and it's like there makes no sense there it doesn't make any sense they should have kept it going and had subtitles. Yeah. With what they were saying. Yeah. Like, that's what they should have done. That would have been funny. That would have made more sense. Hello, iCarly, call me. Call me. Hello. We should be writing this shit. What the hell? I'm going to apply to be a writer on the reboot. <laughs> Two things. One, this is the first iCarly sketch with the entire gang taking part. Freddie's acting debut. Ooh. Hello, on the red carpet what do you have to say what do you have to say you're oh an God. actor what was it like being in your first role Whoa. <laughs> but two of course sam and freddie are the mom and dad like they're just saying that they're fucking yeah and it's funny because my memory totally served me wrong when i was writing the notes i put that carly and freddie were the parents because they're more yeah. level-headed and sam seems like the one who would have a tantrum right no. And then I saw your note and I was like, wait, was it really? And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Yep. They're like, look at them, procreate and can't get an abortion, have to have no. a kid too young. They have no choice. And Freddie, Fred calls Carly baby and it really rubbed me the wrong way as well. He was like, no, baby, you can't have. And I was like, oh. And you could tell that like Nathan Crest had no. never actually called someone that in that way. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, when something you can tell something is foreign, it like on curdled in lips. his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, no, baby. No baby. No baby. Be babino. <laughs> Bebe. No baberoni. No childish gambineron. <laughs> no. No fetus I cannot eat is. <laughs> <laughs> they introduce the winners of their lookalike contest who don't really look like them at all. Whoa. The lookalike Carly is serving white girl with brown hair. <laughs> The lookalike Sam is serving white girl in a blonde wig. Yeah, bad blonde wig. <laughs> and the lookalike Freddie is serving up boy who seems like he's really, really into trains. <laughs> If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so after Sam pulls up train boy, she's like, wait, wrong photo. This is the real one. Then cuts to a photo of a hobo. And then, wait, no, that's not it either. And then pulls up a video of a flushing toilet. This joke would have, like, hit better if she pulled up the hobo photo first. Yep. Committed to that. Didn't have the backup. Yep. The toilet one. And then was like, oh, wait, haha, here's a real one. I agree. 1,000%. Doing it after didn't make sense. No. And it wasn't as funny. Also, the toilet wasn't funny. Because they already called. So they, like, call Freddie up. So Sam was the only one at the computer, too. So she had free mm -hmm. range to do whatever the yeah. fuck she wanted on that computer. She could have done sound effects mm -hmm. she could have done any picture she could have done a slideshow she could have done a back-to-back -back. she could have done mm -hmm. they've been putting their faces on things they could have put his face on the homeless man 
They could have put his face flushing down the toilet. Literally anything. Literally anything. But also it's like the like the point of a joke is like subversion and like right. subverting expectation. So it's like boom, girl that is Carly passing. Boom, girl that is Sam passing. Boom, hobo when you're expecting Freddie passing. Right. So it's like that's where the excitement in your brain comes from to laugh is that switch up. Yes. It's not what you're expecting. And then so it's like you already got what you were expecting and she goes, oh, wait, no. Here's the funny thing. Just kidding. It doesn't hit. No, it doesn't hit. Didn't hit. That's not how it works. Did not hit. So if you want a funny show, hire me. Hire Natalie. Hello, we're right here. Fire whoever wrote this. David Kendall. Fired. Dan Schneider. Fuck you. Jail. Yeah, I 1000% agree. These kids do not look anything like the iCarly gang. No. Like you're you're gonna sit here, Dan Schneider, and you're gonna look me in my eyes and you're gonna tell me that You're gonna look me in my toes. In my toes. My toes are gonna look in your <laughs> eyes. And you're gonna tell me that these are the best lookalikes that you could find of all of them. I don't believe it. Like, we're in our second season. It's not like this is the first season where it's like the show mm-hmm. is still new. Like at this point, there are fans of iCarly. So, like, you're telling me that these are the best that you could find? Michael Jackson looks more like Miranda Cosgrove than this bitch did. (laughs) I'm gonna be... Wait, was Michael Jackson dead at this point? They should have just had him come on. (laughs) Michael Jackson died in 2009. When did this come out? March 2009. When did he die? When did Michael Jackson die? I remember exactly where I was when Michael Jackson died. June 25th, 2009. So he was alive. They could have had him. They could have had him. They could have had Michael Jackson months before his death on iCarly. That would have been so iconic. And they fumbled the bag. That would have been the funniest thing ever. That would have been an iconic meme. That would have. Wait, but we have to share where we were when Michael Jackson died. I Do you, you remember, right? Yeah, I was at when- school. I was in middle school. Oh, my God. I think I found out, like, way later than you. I was taking a bath at nighttime. This is what life was like back then. I, d- I had no personal device to play music out loud. I had to take my mom's radio, unplug it, plug it in the bathroom, put it in the sink, and I was playing B96, and then they announced that Michael Jackson died, and I just remember being in the bath like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Michael Jackson's dead, and I'm naked right now. <laughs> Death is crazy. <laughs> this cr- life is crazy. I was really galaxy braining. After he died, I remember like going to school and like playing his music on the bus, like being fucking <laughs> depressed. I was like, I love Michael Jackson. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Like just being on the bus, like just playing, like right after he died. <laughs> like like looking out the window like a music video, and I have like oh Michael Jackson like beat it playing in my headphones. <laughs> On my fucking iPod Nano. And it's so funny because, like, if Ed Sheeran died or something, like, that would be, like, accurate, like, death music. But Michael Jackson, like, his music was so fun and so upbeat. What? Man in the Mirror? Like, that's a sad song. Well, I mean, even, like, Man in the Mirror, like, it's, it like, the lyrics are, like, you know. I'm then sorry with it's the like, man, man in the mirror. mirror. Like, I can dance to that. I can get down to that. Like, I mean, yeah. I can get down to anything if I really want to. Not my love. Like, just I know, like, tears streaming down my face. Like <laughs> The juxtaposition, that's actually hilarious. I'm doing the actual thriller dance and everything, too, like, at the same time. <laughs> 
We had we started a whole thriller dance on the entire bus. Like. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm moving on. Speaking of Michael Jackson, uh, Carly Lookalike is played by uh, Malice Jow, but it's spelled M mm-hmm. A L E S E. But she changed it to be spelled M A L I S E or I C E. So it looked like people were constantly mispronouncing it, and she was just like, "I'm just gonna fuck it, do it phonetically." Period. But I cannot believe I did not recognize her. Really? But she's that fucking bitch. No, it's she didn't look like that familiar to me. She came on the screen and I was like, I know this bitch from somewhere. And it bothered me because every time I watched it, I couldn't put my finger on it. And I was like, I know her from somewhere. And I was like, what was she in? And I kept like thinking she was a different actress until... Like, I looked her up, Mm -hmm. but I thought she was from something else. Like, do you know what you thought she was from, or you were just thinking of something else? I was thinking of somebody else, I think, but when I was looking her up and I saw Unfabulous, I think that that's where I recognized her from, actually, but I was also confusing her with a different actress because she looks like somebody else. Okay, see, the thing is, I didn't recognize her when I was watching iCarly, but the second I researched her and I saw her face, I was like, wait, hold on, I know her from something. I need to look for what specifically I yeah. know her from. Yeah. So I just think she looked a little, like, different when she was younger to me. Like, I recognize older her way more. But anyway, she is that bitch mm-hmm. that played Lucy Stone in Big Time Rush, iconic. Mm-hmm. Anna in Vampire Diaries, iconic. Quinn mm-hmm. in Bratz, iconic. She was the rival love interest in He Could Be the One episode of Hannah Montana. She also starred in Aliens in the Attic, The Social Network, and appeared in episodes of Leverage, NCIS, and Castle. Yep. She's been acting since 1997, mm-hmm. a year after I was born, two years after Nellie was born, <laughs> and her first TV appearance was in Barney. She's a queen. She's been in a lot of things. Literally icons only. Icons only. Like I said, when she came out, I was like, I know this girl from somewhere. She came out, she's gay. Happy Pride. She came, happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Train Kid is Played by Gabriel Basso, who starred in Super 8, which I think the Duffer brothers ripped off when they made Stranger Things. They literally just made the alien and Elle Fanning's uh, character the same character. Yeah. Which is Elle. Oh, my God. And her name is Elle. And Elle, Elle Fanning plays the girl. The, dun, the dun, token dun. female in, uh, in Super 8. Great movie. Wow. He, I'm connected to Sue the them. Sue them. I and on. We are here. Um, He also starred in Hillbilly Elegy, which is just a lazier, bad rendition of better movies of the genre, i.e. Fish Tank, American Honey, and The Florida Project. Highly recommend. He was also in an episode of R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, not a memorable one, I didn't remember it, Mm. in a short film called Scared Shrekless, which I thought was a parody, (laughs) but it's an actual DreamWorks production where Shrek gets in the Halloween spirit by challenging his fairy tale friends to come up with scary stories for a contest, but the gang learn that they'll have to spend the night in Lord Farquaad's haunted castle before the winner is named. He plays teenager number one. Oh. Very prestigious. I was just about to ask what he plays. I was like, <laughs> I need to know what character he is in Scared Shrekless. Like, you're telling me that that's not Scared Shitless? Oh, it 100% <laughs> is. Absolutely. I, I thought it was a parody, but I looked it up. It's like an actual DreamWorks thing. The original cast is in it. Like, it's fully like Mike fucking Myers. Oh, my God. What? What are you doing? It must work. Getting me Shrekless. <laughs> Instead of shitting myself, I'm Shrekking myself. I'm Shrekking myself. <laughs> what is that Shrek? <laughs> Neville, when he sees the car. 
They're crying, shrekking, throwing up, shaking, convulsing. They're crying, shrekking, throwing up. So I shreked myself the other day. Um, so anyway, hi, my name's Lil Miss Shrekky. <laughs> Lil Miss Lispy Shrek herself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's my new name. Um, this Sam look like you turn played. green when you shart yourself. <laughs> Little Miss Shrek. Do you remember when everything was green colored for Shrek? Like they had yeah. green ketchup and like yes, like, green marshmallows. They had green, green ketchup everything. for the slime too, for like Nickelodeon's like slime and shit. Bro, like we are all getting cancer. Like, yeah, stop. Like, Just let food be its proper. You're color. gonna eat me. You're. <laughs> You're gonna eat me. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm gonna eat you. Hell yeah. You're gonna let me eat green ketchup, but you're not gonna let me eat my fetus. That's crazy. Like literally, I fucking hate this country. Yeah. It's anyway, crazy. The Sam lookalike <laughs> is played by Annie DeFata, which rough fucking name. I'm sorry to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> been the one to change her name yeah honestly (laughs) you know what honestly like at least she looked like she was skinny like a a bit a bigger girl would have not stood a chance no she wouldn't have r.i.p damn rest in peace girl rest in pieces i hope you got married and changed that or big something else (laughs) no she still goes by defata oh she goes why wouldn't i go by defata what's the matter with defata Can you guys tell that we're recording late at night? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even late for me. It's like 8.30. Sorry, you said this last long. time, too. Oh, yeah. Eh, quirky uh, Pacific Standard Time. Eh, sorry about it. Eh. Uh, so this DeFata only has two other acting friends. You can't call her that. Early. Like, that's literally a slur. Like- uh, so this fatty over here... <laughs> DeFata only has two other acting credits besides iCarly. She was in a movie called Lily's Light where she plays young Lily that premiered in 2010. And then 10 years later, in 2020, she starred in Lily's Light, colon, the movie. The colon? The first Lily's Light was also a movie. She's shrekking herself too? Not like colon. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like dot, dot, the movie. I do know what you mean, yes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the the first one was already a movie. The second one was Lily's Light, the movie. They were like made-for-TV, low-budget films. Again, they, these are her only credits. Right. And they're 10 years apart, but it's the same franchise. She said, bring it back. Mindy Sterling and Fred Willard are both in these movies. <laughs> what? Which I find so strange because Fred Willard is like a comedy <laughs> legend, like R.I.P. Brother. He was like in like fucking Anchorman. And, and Mindy shit. Sterling like, isn't so disrespectful to our queen. I mean, Mindy Sterling is a fucking talent. Anyway, our Fred, right. whatever the opposite of a comedic legend is, <laughs> a tragic legend, the short a legendary legend. tragedy. Uh, so a, a sub legend tragedy, a sub legend. Uh, our uh, our sub legendary tragedy uh, and Sam start fighting, and Carl That's breaks up their fight with her caveman stick and just goes, "Unga!" Th- again, I put it here before you said it. This is caveman phobic. I didn't. Like it, it is. It's derogatory language to cave people. <laughs> they are our fucking forefathers. They fucking discovered fire, <laughs> bitch. I don't care who the fuck you are, what MIT person, what degree you have, what IQ you have. 
Tell me you're born a baby put in the forest. Tell me you'd be able to discover fire. Tell me you could. No. You can't. You couldn't. You couldn't. You'd have to rub sticks and rocks together. Who would ever think of that, dude? Who? Who? Fuck the founding fathers. We should worship the founding cavemen. Dude, literally. Like, they discovered that fucking, like, seawater and salt water yeah. doesn't actually hydrate you and you need fresh water. Who the fuck could know that? Uh, they got big brains. They fucking went through the process. Did you know almonds used to be 100% poisonous? And... <laughs> It, I believe it was the Egyptians, obviously not Your accent people. really fucked me up because I was like, what the hell did she just <laughs> say? Almonds? Like the little nuts? Yeah, like, okay, here's the thing. That's not an accent because people from Chicago make fun of me for the way I say almond. Where have the letters <laughs> in that word? Where did they go? It sounds like you're saying omens. Like there's an <laughs> omen like coming no, over you. An omen is an omen and an almond is an almond. <laughs> What am I supposed to say? Almond. An almond. That is so much work. My mouth isn't that fancy. It's an almond. An almond. <laughs> an almond. I don't say the, don't say the D, to be honest. It's just almond. You literally say like one, one letter in the entire word. There's like 15 almond. letters, and you say one of them. Okay, there's like six letters, and I say four of them. I only skip two. Yeah, you skip, you skip two a, of them, the and you the change D. like half the letters. Like, well, whatever. This this tear shaped nut. <laughs> oh my gosh, I say that. Okay, she getting frisky. This tear shaped nut. <laughs> okay, so they used to be poisonous, and just what I'm saying is, older generations of humans went through the process of making sure they were edible. How dare you be caveman phobic? Crying, choking up. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? How dare you say that in front of me? Also, you know, still on the same topic. What what else? What else do you have to say? Always, why are cavemen always depicted with the weird fucking wooden baseball bat? I googled it. This is not historically accurate. There's no reason for this to exist. Wow. Just spreading lies. Just spreading misinformation. That's crazy, Dan. fake news. That's crazy. Get it the fuck together. Canceled already. Canceled. How dare you not cater to the cavemen? Wow. Wow. Our forefathers. So disrespectful. Hey, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, dailies. Do you want to save money, have fun, and be satisfied? Well, Adam and Eve and I Watch I Carly are here for you. Get 50% off a new toy, lube, or almost anything else you desire. Simply use IRIC at checkout to claim your discount. You'll also get three bonus items and six movies for free on top of free shipping. What? It doesn't matter what you choose. All will be packaged and sent to you discreetly. This is an exclusive offer specific to the Ivory Watch at Carly podcast, so be sure to support us by using code IRIC at checkout when you shop at adamandeve.com. Have fun and you're welcome. Well, there's a few other people who are canceled, um, and it's everybody who has not Venmoed us yet. Um, <laughs> my Venmo, again, is at Natalie Collins. At C-I-R-C-E-E. But also, shout out to the people who have been Venmoing us. That shit yes. is tight as fuck. Yes, we will, we will get back to that, but shout out to you. Um, Names mm, will be named at the end mm. of the episode. Well, we are back at the Shea apartment, and Spencer is chilling on the Chill. couch. Working on a super secret surprise sculpture. Ooh. As the gang joins him, 
after wrapping up by Carly. As Spencer congratulates them on a job well done, Fred replies, Muy gracioso. Which means very funny in Spanish. And he almost says it like kind of Italian. Like it didn't really sound like Spanish when he said it because he had such like a long like muy gracioso. Yeah, no, when I heard that happening, I literally rewound like maybe like five or six times because I was like, like that doesn't sound like Spanish. That sounds like Italian. I literally looked it up like in Italian because I was like, that wasn't Spanish. And then I read the subtitles and I was like, wait a damn minute. No, that is that is Spanish. Hang on. It was like muy gracioso. Yeah, it was very it was very weird. And this is the start of Fred just randomly saying words in Spanish for no reason. It starts happening throughout like the rest of the series. But I remember this was one of the things that we pointed out because I was like, why the fuck is he just saying Spanish? Like, it's not like he took a Spanish lesson and this is part of, like, his character arch now. Like, he literally just starts randomly saying Spanish words. Did you just say character arch? Yeah, like character, like, development, whatever. Character arc. Character arc. (laughs) You know I'm illiterate. (laughs) Well, I sound like a goose when I laugh, so I guess I'm pretty even. But yeah, and do you remember we read that it happened, like, supposedly directly after um, I go to Japan, and, like, the theory was that, like, they got, he got something implanted in his head that made him do that, and I go, but it's, first of all, that timeline doesn't add up. Second of all, I don't remember any plot point that would support that, because the thing he had implanted in him had been implanted for a very long time, so it, like, wouldn't have been activated in Japan, you know? Right. Yeah, I forgot that we looked up that theory, actually. Because I remember, I remember us being like, why the fuck does he speak Spanish all of a sudden? And yeah, apparently one of the theories online is like Cersei was saying. (laughs) I'm waiting for that moment. The little GPS that Miss B put in his head switched to Spanish and taught him Spanish. But no, that's the thing. Like the GPS had been in there for so long. Right. She said that she had it when he was born. Now randomly he speaks Spanish. I don't think that would have activated anything. I don't know. Fred starts checking the feedback of the episode, and it turns out the son of a super famous MMA fighter, Ew. Jackson Colt, is oh a God. huge fan of iCarly. Normal. When Fred tells the girls about who left the feedback, Sam goes, don't you lie to mama. Okay, how on earth would they even just, like, instantly <laughs> believe this? Because back in the day, like, verification did not exist because celebrities, like, didn't use social media like that. Um, like, and, back like, in the just... day, like, verification, like, didn't exist. Like, you could just, like, do anything on the internet and, like, nobody would know anything about you. Like, literally, literally, like, a- like anybody could say anything. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> Guys, that's it. She quit the podcast. She literally just K-worded herself, like, on live. First you call me Sean White, and then you call me a nerd. (laughs) Anyway, but, like, they just... This is, like, the fucking magic pants all over again. They they just saw the comment and believed it. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. They didn't even question it. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree. It's just funny because you that's... agree with me. Actually, you have brain cells and you formed an opinion. You agree with me. <laughs> because, like, well, because I usually I'm the one who's trying to find logic, and you're always like, "Well, actually, this." Is... <laughs> you think I look like Sean White, and I'm a well, actually, okay. Yeah. I have no redeeming qualities in your eyes. No, I'm saying that you always make fun of me that I'm a well, actually, because I'm always the one who's like, "How could they?" possibly do this and blah 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 whatever let's move on oh my god the kid writes that his super famous mma fighter daddy is going to be in seattle for a match which nobody verified but Mm -hmm. it's true it's on the internet 
they write it on the comment section of their videos. It like, has to be true. Everybody comment on our uh, on our reviews what your parents do for a living and what city they'll be in this coming weekend. Yeah. And if we could interview them, that would be cool. Podcast, yeah. They don't have to be famous or nothing. Just like No, just like just vibes. Dad. Yeah. I'd love to get to know one, even if it's not mine. <laughs> Mine's a little bit too busy on American Sing, so anybody else's would be cool. Um <laughs> Sam goes crazy, and they decide that they're going to see if they can interview him for the show. Before Freddie even reads this information, mm-hmm. Sam chucks him off of the chair so yes. she can read it out loud herself. Yeets, if you would. I would. She fucking yeets him. Fucking she yeets him. that fetus, but we can't <laughs> eat a fetus. Fuck that. Damn. Freddie gets knocked the fuck out for a few seconds and is literally just on the floor while the scene is going on. Yes. And later on, he randomly rises from the ground, like, groaning and rubbing his head in pain. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Rises from the dead, like, Jesus Christ. Like, they, that's assault. Like, this isn't it normal. Is. This is not a normal way to be with your friends. Well, meanwhile, Spencer tries to loosen the spray paint can with a screwdriver, but when Carly warns him that the can is pressurized, he mocks her by going, yeah, 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 pressurized, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. not even how he does it. He literally goes, <laughs> like, it doesn't even sound like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds He's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, be careful, Being possessed buddy. by Ochoa. <laughs> Ochoa just, like, comes out of literally his mouth, comes like, out. threads his jaw open. Yep. It was me the whole time. <laughs> The gang turns back around to focus on the possibility of interviewing a famous MMA fighter, Jackson Cold. And Carly tells Sam that he could probably teach her a bunch of new ways to hurt people. Um, So she, please don't learn any new ways to hurt people, please. Sam starts getting really excited when the spray paint can- spray paint <laughs> the spray paint can explodes on Spencer and his entire face is covered in purple spray paint I don't want to be that person uh oh but I was like is this weirdly borderline blackface cause it like could have been <laughs> purple any face? other color but it's like dark it's like very dark purple and it's like could have been a lighter purple I mean yeah but you could tell it's purple it was just I was like if I were doing this, if I wrote this, once I saw how dark the pigment was, I would have been like, we need to change that color. Hmm. Like, that would have been my first thought. As a creator, as a creative, as someone who, like, works in the creation of content and bits and sketches and stuff, mm-hmm. my humble onion would have been like, damn, let's take a step back and analyze this. Let's yeah, they could have done a different color, that's for sure. But I feel like it was it was obviously purple that I didn't see anything problematic necessarily about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did automatically think about the purple people eater thing. Do you know about that? I'm sorry. The purple what? people eater? I literally, I was like. It looks like a purple people eater to me. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Uh, we are in the school hallway where there are, we're safe from the people eaters in the school. <laughs> um, Sam is bouncing a basketball. She stole from Carter Ford's locker and tosses it into Freddie's hands to hold. He's like, oh, why'd you? And she's like, because I think he's cute. Okay, get it, girl. Get it, girl. Softy Sam. She was like blushing. She was like, I stole it because I think he's cute. Honestly, I commend the honesty and the self-awareness because Mm -hmm. I wish that she would realize why she's bullying Fred Wardo. Ooh, T, T. She was like, 
stole from this boy to fuck with him because I want to fuck him. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Freddie for unrelated reasons. Unrelated. Come on, let's put the strings together. I cannot put A and B together for they are not the same. Like you said, the guy's name is Carter Ford, which just sounds like he is a douchebag. Yeah, like cover your drink, you're about to get roofied. I was going to say my type until you said that, so. (laughs) (laughs) I take it back, not my type, not my type. Douchebag's my type, not not people who roofie you, not my type. It it does sound like it, so you're not. Neither yeah. of us are wrong, just not yeah. together at the same we time. Just, we just did a fork in the road. Yeah, exactly. But like in the same area, a road diverges. Which yeah. road do you take? Two roads lie ahead of you. Yeah, a normal douchebag and a roofie you douchebag. Ooh, I think the option is obvious. It's obvious to me. Jokes on you. We're going to blindfold you and spin you around in circles. You're not going to know what you're going to get. Everybody. He's going to roofie you before you pick. <laughs> Fred's like, well, you're going to think this email is even cuter. Ooh. That was a weird ass segue, Fred. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Then he shows her a picture of his kumquat. Eh, just kidding, but not really. He I was like, whoa, her- wait, I missed that. <laughs> he accidentally shows her a spam email that he received that says, grow hair anytime, anywhere. Ooh. Then gets embarrassed and swipes the real email that reveals Jackson Colt invited them to do iCarly from the fight and is saying that they can interview him on camera. Ooh. Okay, maybe I'm just like trauma pill from the show, but like honestly, yeah, probably. like grow hair anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. That is something mm-hmm. gross. Yep. It's about pubes. It is. It's about something nasty. Yeah. He saw wrong. he saw he that can. Gibby had his first chest hair and he was like, I want my first chest hair. He was like, oh my God. Oh my God, where's my hair? He was like, I need to grow hair anywhere. There's a bee shows up <laughs> to give Freddie some kissing lessons disguised as ointment. <laughs> Over here's the iCarly Times MMA plan. And forbids Freddie from going. Ooh. When Freddie sees the ointment, he's like, "But it stopped itching." And Mama Bee's like, "Itches can come back." And Sam <laughs> prays to the Lord Almighty, Gibby himself, so please, "Please let his itch come back. Please stand up, join me in prayer. Pray for the itch to return. Pray for the itch, Gibby, pray please, itch, Almighty Gibby, Gibby bring it back." What the actual fuck? What the actual people's reaction to what we just did? (laughs) People's reaction to this entire podcast. (laughs) But the itch is on his dick. The itch is on his dick. Like he has chlamydia. He has chlamydia. He has crabs. He has gonorrhea. Look on their faces when they said the word itch. They were like. It's for your itch. It's for your itch, itch. you know. At, you know, where you could grow hair anywhere, anytime, <gasps> you know. That's where the itch came from. He Because he's growing hair. He ordered. Oh, he ordered no. ordered the hair thing and it gave him an itch. No. I'm done. I'm done with Dan Schneider. I'm truly, truly honest. Dan. Wee woo, wee woo. Camilla Cabello, Camilla Cabello, come. come please, her, come we need her, you. It's urgent. It's a code yeah. red, code red. Anyway, speaking of people that need to go to Bimbo Penitentiary, <laughs> when Mama B first hears Layers of the MMA, me. she goes, <gasps> Mixed martial arts? <laughs> and her emphasis on the word mixed and the pause just sounded like a little racisto to moi. 
I was like, chill out. Caucasian logic is not here. You don't need to summon him. Yes. Well, following up on that, her justification for forbidding Freddie's attendance is that exposure to violence is bad for teenage boys' development. And Sam goes... Says who? And then she continues, I read it on aggressiveparenting.com. Like, literally, okay, a conservative white QAnon mom. Literally. Who's like, video games are bad for kids. Video games are the reasons why we have mass shootings in this country you, and not any other reason. Air because oxygen is gonna is going to make you old. I read it on the internet. It's going to indoctrinate my children and make them gay. Isn't it funny how this breed of overprotective mom was historically overzealous with vaccines and medical care. Yes. And now because of three weirdos spreading misinformation online, weird fucking moms like this hate vaccines. Yep. But also, aggressiveparenting.com redirects to nick.com backslash shows backslash iCarly. I gotta commend the commitment. Yeah. Hottie McHottie pants. Ooh. Ford comes over and yells, why'd you take my ball at Fred? <laughs> Before he can even explain that one Miss Samantha Puckett is actually the one who stole it. Actually. He snatches the ball back, bounces it off of Fred's <laughs> forehead and goes, that's for stealing my ball, bitch. <laughs> There's a bee goes, excuse me, I happen to be his mother. Um, Carter bonks me. her in the forehead too and goes, <laughs> and that's for giving birth to him. Like, he does not even hesitate. Literally. No hesitation. He was like, Literally. He was like, you think I'm afraid of a parent? You think I'm afraid of you, you stupid bitch? Yeah. He said, okay, thanks for clarifying. I was looking for the bitch who fucking birthed this man. You don't even have a vaccine. <laughs> you think that vaccines cause autism. You deserve this. Look at him, a liberal king. Yeah, I'll give you fucking autism. A liberal bonk. king. <laughs> Also, Sam's face in this moment oh afterward, she is literally, if she could she pitch a like, tent, uh, she is. She is in Niagara Falls. Moist. She is in Prague. She is about to orgasm right now. Like, she is like, uh, like literally on the verge. Like, literally, there are soup males. Like, this is literally. the man she deserves. Like, the it vibes, is. impeccable, like, mirror images of each other. Hopefully, he's a better man than fucking... My ex-boyfriend. Yeah, whoever you dated as well. <laughs> Kevin. You guys, are, you guys are fucking... Literally, me and Sam have the same type. And that type will roofie you. The scene <laughs> ends with both Bensons grabbing their foreheads and going, ow, in unison. And Sam's face lights up like a masochistic kid on Christmas. I was like, Bessie, get it the fuck together. You can't get horny over people being in pain. That's weird. She's she's capital H horny. Capital H, capital O, capital R, capital N, capital Y. Lowercase Y. <laughs> horn. E. E. I'm horny. E. 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 We're back at the Shea apartment. Still, our Venmos are dry as fuck. Not in Niagara Falls. Spencer is putting the finishing touches on his super secret surprise sculpture, Ew. which we find out is a giant replica of Newton balls using bowling balls. The kids, including Fred, have no idea what the hell the sculpture is. And Spencer goes on to explain the physics behind Newton balls, but... The kids all just slowly walk away and tell him that they got bored. Mm -mm. Spencer, knowing mm -mm. physics, mm -mm. but Fred mm -mm. doesn't. Mm -mm. 
No, 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 no. There is no way. There is no way that Fred does not know what Newton balls are. Like, no. but he knows the ins and outs of every single little thing about space wars. No. Or galaxy wars, whatever the fuck it is. I refuse to believe it. I refuse. Mm-hmm. That man is a nerd, a bona fide nerd. And you're going to sit here and tell me he does not know what Newton balls are. It doesn't make sense. No, and not only is he a nerd, he loves to fucking mansplain science to these girls. Yes. And Spencer also is usually a fucking ditz who doesn't know what's up right. what's down. Right. So this character flip-flop is not something I'm living for. And even no. even more, Carly has been proven to be a little bit of a nerd. Not a dork, yes. but a nerd. She's smart. She's into school. She knows shit. Right. And like also, she's very historically supportive of Spencer and his quirks. Right. I.e., if she isn't, she's going to go to hell because of a little elf. <laughs> so it's like this whole thing is just strange. It doesn't make sense. Carly being mean to Spencer, Spencer being smarter than Freddie. Right. And Sam not noticing this weirdness. She's the first one to call out weird shit. Right. And, like, I would have understood if... Like, Freddie knew what it was, and Spencer knew theoretically what he was making, but maybe not necessarily, like, the history behind it or whatever. Like, if it wasn't actually Newton right, Galileo or something. Yeah, or, like, whatever. Like, where he just, like, knew the sculpture, and he was, like, throwing him around or whatever, and then Freddie's like, here, let me mansplain you the physics behind all of this. Like, this is why this works, and blah, blah, blah. And then everybody else walks away and is like, shut the fuck up, Fred Word. Literally. Fred Wardo, Fredison, Fredderly. Like, shut the hell up. Kill yourself, Fred. Well, you have to over-explain everything to the point where it's not even fucking fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that would have made more sense. But, like, Spencer? Nerding out? And he didn't even go, like, he went to law school. You don't got, you don't, you don't have to go into physics to know law. So it doesn't, like, even that background doesn't make sense for him to know this. I will say that this principle is, like, very common. So I feel like he doesn't need to have a degree to realize that people have this little contraption on their fucking desks. And because of kinetic energy, it goes back and forth. Well, no, I know. But, like, the history behind it and everything, like, it yeah. it wasn't just, like, he knew what it was. I wouldn't have known it was Newton, to be honest. It Like, that, that thing, it's called Newton Balls. Like, it's, like, called, like... <laughs> Like, yeah, that. that's like, that's like his. Newton's balls. He just wanted to memorialize his scrotum. It's his balls. <laughs> Speaking of scrotum, um, so many ball references. All so time, many. Everywhere. I wasn't going to mention it with the basketball because I was like, you know what? Whatever. Maybe they wanted to just bonk. No, nope, whatever, whatever. Keeps going. But no, it's it, balls everywhere all the time. All the Speaking time. Speaking of the first ball we saw, which was the ah. one that Spencer was spray painting. Right, of course. Why was he spray? Spray painting a random ball to look like how bowling balls look, like kind of like galaxy-esque. If, like, they're supposed to be real bowling balls, wouldn't they just already look like bowling balls? Unless he was trying to have the illusion that they're real bowling balls, but they weren't actually bowling balls. But it's like the episode is setting it up like these are real bowling balls. But then why was Spencer spray painting something that was clearly, like, just an orb and trying to make it look like a bowling ball? Like, that makes no sense. Um... You know, that's a good question. I kind of forgot that he was spray painting it purple because in the beginning I Mm -hmm. thought maybe he was going to spray paint them all the same color. But then when you see it, they're all different colors and they all clearly look like bowling balls. Like it's not like he spray painted them to not look like bowling balls or vice versa. Like they're all different colors. They're all everything. They look like standard bowling balls. So he could have just bought or found different colored bowling balls just like that. Like he didn't need to spray paint them if they weren't going to be the same color. Yeah. And he wasn't painting over 
anything. It was clear. Yeah. Who, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Listen, if if we needed to call a rapper at any point, this would be the episode to call him at. But Logic blocked our number. I think his number starts with 1-800, but I'm not sure. It's pointless. He blocked us. The only person that I can get through to is Eminem. Wow. And if I call him, all he says is, lick the cheese under my nuts. And <laughs> I really don't need that right now. Yeah. Not right now. Not right now. Maybe later, but not right now. Not right now. Well, the gang is saying how they absolutely need to have iCarly at the MMA at the MMA fight the Eminem fight tonight. Eminem <laughs> <laughs> is just a rap battle between Eminem and Logic. It's Did 8 you know mile Logic- literally. <laughs> <laughs> just with Logic superimposed over it. Yeah. Logic come on over. Logic please. We're looking for you and we cannot find you anywhere on this episode. Well, iCarly needs to be at this Eminem fight tonight. Need it. At 8 mile. But Freddie's stupid mom <laughs> won't uh, let him go. Sam offers to call her cousin Carmine to help Miss B have an accident. Wink, wink, wink. But Carly shuts that shit down immediately, saying that they are not going to pay her cousin to hurt Miss B. Sam replies, well, he's not going to do it for free. This was a perfect joke setup. Yeah, it was perfect. Why this was, was it good. perfect? I'm gonna mansplain. So when Sam says, "I could call my shady ass cousin Carmen to, you know, do a little something, something to Mrs. A B, something, something," and then Carly goes, "We're not gonna pay your cousin to hurt her." You think <laughs> Sam's defense is gonna be, "We're not gonna hurt her," right? But she actually says, "Well, he's not gonna do it for free." And that's the subversion I was talking about earlier. And that's what was missing from her first joke. Yep. This was funny. This was funny. I LOL'd. I liked it. It's all about subversion. It's all so, about it. No more of that fucking, no, wait, this is Freddy. Ha ha. Hobo. Ha ha ha. No, no. Hobo needs to be the first thing you see. No, lead up to it. Um, I just want to say, you know, at the cousin, know your worth. You know, don't do anything crazy for free. In this economy, with this inflation, nothing for free. Epic Joker moment. If you're good at something, never do it for free. Never do it for free. <laughs> Which is why I'm never having sex with men again for free. My Venmo Period. is at C-I-R-C-E-E. Ooh, it rhymes. <laughs> Who's the Joker now? <laughs> Um, also, do you want to know just... how I got these scars? I'm cutting you off. You and your fucking Batman <laughs> <laughs> renditions. Yeah. I can't get you started. Yeah, you can't. Also, did they just openly put a hit out on Miss B on Nickelodeon? Yes, absolutely. Like, without a doubt. Absolutely. They said, break the kneecaps. Um, She owes you money. Like, fuck this bitch. Literally, Tanya Harding, where is Literally. she? Right here. Right now. They didn't even try to cover it up. Like, they point no. blank, point blank just said, we are going to discuss hiring mm-hmm. a hitman <laughs> on Nickelodeon mm-hmm. on a child show yeah i honestly thought they were inferring to kill her and then yes she was like oh we're not gonna pay someone to hurt her but even that's like kind of dark like kind of really fucking dark i mean they're definitely like hurt like 
wink, wink her, you know, like hurt, like kill, like a little accident, you know, like that's what the fucking mafia says. Yeah, they just had a little accident. Casual murder (laughs) on Nickelodeon. This isn't even the real murder. We haven't even gotten to the murder yet. This was just the insinuated (laughs) murder. murder. (laughs) This is just the build up to the real murder on iCarly. I was honestly shooketh. I was like, this is like kind of like super fucking dark. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Okay, um, we're talking about hiring it, man. We get political on iCarly. Hiring it, man, it's political. I'm get him well, out of there. I'm cutting this out because the FBI is coming for just us. Just kidding, FBI, FBI, I'm joking. Just, jo- just kidding. Cersei and I have shared our struggles with ADHD, anxiety, and depression with y'all countless times, and thankfully, we've both been able to talk to licensed professionals to help us navigate our lives while dealing with our mental health struggles. That's why we are so excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp, who is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you, And trust me, sometimes just being able to talk to someone about what is going on in your life can be very beneficial. BetterHelp has a broad range of expertise in their network of over 20,000 therapists, while offering video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So, you don't even have to see anyone on a camera if you don't want to. And, to top it all off, everything is completely confidential. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you will get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I Rewatch iCarly listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. That's betterhelp.com slash I-R-I-C. Well, Fred comes up with an idea after um, they threaten to literally take out his mother. Which he was surprisingly calm about. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, anyway, I have this uh, great idea. Ooh, child, anyway. I'm going to throw my mouth. <laughs> like, that was him. Like, let's, hurt, let's literally hire Hitman on his mom. He was like... Uh, anyway. Anyway. I love technology. He's like, anyway, let's have Spencer talk to my mom and convince her to let me go to the fight. Since that worked so well for them when they wanted to go to Japan. Literally. The camera pans over to Spencer, who is sipping on his smoothie, looking like the himbo king that he was from the beginning. Not a thought behind those eyes. Just smoothie head empty head empty carly decides this is the perfect moment and she goes and asks spencer if he'll talk to miss b about filming iCarly from the mma fight but plot twist spencer actually agrees with miss b and doesn't want carly to go either because he thinks it's dangerous carly legitimately laughs in his face (laughs) and then yanks the smoothie out of his hands and spencer says that he's serious he gets very straight face and he's like this isn't a fucking joke carly asks when the hell did he get so uncool and spencer comes back immediately with when did you turn into a baby who yells at me the first time she doesn't get what she wants Oh! 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 Oh!
like claw drop. Oh my god. Oh my god. I literally I had a pause. I was like, I no way did he just say that. I was like, and like oh. Jerry Trader was like, did not hold back. He was like, no. why did you turn into a baby who yells at me the first time she doesn't get what she wants? I was like, bro, I was like, if my oh. mom said that to me, piss shit, shrekking, couldn't do it. I little shrekked myself and literally. fucking cried in the corner. I would have left. I would have left. I would have been like, okay, yep. I was like, um, fair enough. I'll see you guys in an hour. Anyway, so Fred and Sam, can you guys fair get enough. the fuck out of my house? Because I need to go cry I'm now. Cry. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to cry. <laughs> like, that was, that was rough. Mm-hmm. But also, facts. Like, Spencer lets her do Not whatever, wrong. whatever the fuck she whenever, wants. Wherever, whenever, 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 wherever. It'll always be forever. Not damn it, you'll be there. Is that Shakira? Yeah. Whenever. Wherever. Come on, culture yourself. Where Freddie's speaking Spanish, you gotta learn Shakira. I know hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Um, but yeah, like Spencer lets her do whatever the fuck she wants. And this is the first time he is putting his foot down and saying no. Literally, and she can't fucking handle it. No, maybe she should just like respect it because he literally lets her do whatever. So clearly he has to have a reason for not wanting her there. Like if he finally draws a line, you better believe there's a reason that that line was drew it. Right. But no, she just wants to be a little baby, a little baby who throw a little tantrum like the little, little cave woman Hitler. she played earlier. Like, We're her nah, little unga, unga. Nah, I'm gonna become a dictator. <laughs> well, Sam and Fred are very uncomfy, and they try to leave, but Carly's like, no. We're just having, like, a civil adult conversation. You know, we're very mature. We can talk about this. And then Spencer reiterates that he is the adult, and she is the child, mm -hmm. and his decision is final, and that is that. Well, as the adult and very mature person that she is, Carly steals the smoothie from Spencer again and starts running around the apartment as Spencer is chasing her. I thought this was a great opportunity to truly explore the power dynamic between overly relaxed parenting and the entitlement that it cultivates in children. Yep. And they undercutted it with the smoothie thing. Yep. I also thought that it was funny and a little strange because historically I feel like Carly has been the responsible one. Yeah, respectful one. But then it's like the first time she gets told no, she literally turns into a demon, basically carbon copy of Sam. Yeah. And she would like to think that she's a little more morally superior, but clearly not. Nope. Nope. I, it's true. I didn't like that they did this. I, I really wish that Spencer would have held his own and been like, OK, take my smoothie. But it's still no. Flush it down the toilet. I don't care. Yeah. Like, bye. But, of course, he has to, like, chase around after her and, like, haha joke and whatever. Yeah. But exactly. Like, exactly what you're saying. It's always the kids who get everything that they want and are so spoiled and this and that. That the, the moment that somebody says no to them, it's the entitlement coming through. That they're entitled yeah. to do whatever they want to do. That they're entitled to do all of this stuff. And that's not true. It's like I've never been told no before and my brain can't process right can't comprehend to it to this yeah so it can't be true i can do this what do you mean right what do you mean i cannot do this yeah like what fuck them kids i i don't know it really it really bothered me and it was a side to carly that i was like okay this is to me i was like this is the real carly where it's coming mm -hmm. out where it's like the entitlement like the one percent like She's yeah. better than everybody, you know, like, she doesn't care what Spencer says. Like, I can afford to have a fucking show fucking studio in my attic. Right. 
and my fucking artist brother is just like is gonna tell me this i work in the living room like whatever you can have the upstairs like yeah she gets everything she wants a dope ass fucking house her friends are over all the fucking time she's never been told she couldn't have a sleepover yep and then oh i don't want you to go to a fucking fight you can film in the fucking studio I made you. If he really is down with like Carly, he'll tell his dad to come here after the show or something, you know? Right. Or you guys can like zoom in or something. You guys video chat people all the time. You guys could yeah. video chat in. Give him the fucking cap cam. Literally. And then zoom in. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> Carly goes to throw one of the Newton balls from Spencer's sculpture and he yells, Don't touch my Newton balls. Nope. But nope. she does it anyway. She touches them. No, actually, she throws them. Spencer looks in disgust, and Carly has this sinister look on her face. I I don't give a fuck that he said Newton before it. I don't ever want to hear a brother say, don't touch my balls. Don't touch to my balls. A sister. Yep. I hated it. And she touched them. So they pretty it. much just fucked. Uh, you said <laughs> I'm hungry. I don't want that to happen. It happened. It happened. It happened. There's just, they, they, every opportunity to say, reference, think about balls, they take it. They, they run with it. They grab it. They grab it by the balls and they run with it. And you know what? What? Speaking of running with balls. Speak about it. Everybody, if you're depressed, if you're horny, if you're hungover, <laughs> Boy, have I got some fucking news for you. Oh. We have affiliate links with Liquid IV, Adam and Eve, and BetterHelp for all of your self-soothing needs. Whoa. And guess what? Guess what? I need to self-soothe right now. (laughs) And I'm going to have a piddle, a pee-pee, maybe a A little little Shrek. Who knows? A little Shreky, if you would. Pshaw. <laughs> um, so we'll be right back after we hear some more from our sponsors of this episode because we're a real podcast with sponsors. Ooh, yeah, let's hear them. You probably already know this, but three out of four Americans are dehydrated. That's 75% of us. Dehydration can cause fatigue, brain fog, wrinkles, and a whole slew of other things. I hate butt chugging water and running to the bathroom every five minutes, and I'm so happy that there's an easier way to hydrate. Liquid IV uses breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. Just add the non-GMO electrolyte powder to your water and let CTT do the rest. And even better, our listeners get 25% off plus free shipping when using code IVERYWATCHICARLY or the link in our episode description. Stay sexy and hydrated. Wow. Thank you to our sponsors. Wow. Shout out to you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you guys for making this episode possible. Yeah. We are at the iCarly set. The kids are nervous about executing their plan. What if it doesn't work? They call in their lookalikes who meander in wearing identical outfits to the iCrew. Okay. It's definitely going to (laughs) work. How did the kids get up there without Spencer seeing? Natalie. There are no rappers in the building with us. <laughs> Stop looking for him. Capital H. Capital, Capital H, H. He isn't here. But, you know, just, just in case. Just in case. A mixed race rapper. Mixed. A mixed race rapper <laughs> is in the room with us. Like, aren't they supposed to be shooting iCarly tonight? And mm. 
doesn't Spencer watch like every episode? So wouldn't he see them on iCarly after they sneak away to the MMA fight? Like hypothetically, like, he would see them. He would see them there. He would see them. But like you know, you know what? Never mind. He's not here. Sir Robert Bryson Hall II is nowhere on the premises, <laughs> and we need to stop looking for him. Not the full government name. <laughs> also, not him being a sir and of the second. A sir and of the second. Bobby Bryson Two of the words. Whatever, whatever. You can be Bobby Bryson Hall. I don't give a fuck. But sir, but sir, the second and the second. Are you British? Where? Who? Who knighted you? Like the who queen are has, you? Who knighted logic? Where did this who come from? Knighted logic. Who? I'd like to know. Let's that is come illogical. on the podcast. We'd like to talk. Just a quick word. Like no, you have to be knighted by the queen to be a sir. A quick word from our sponsors, the queen. <laughs> While we are questioning things and while we are looking for Sir, I can't even say it. It hurts Sir to Ian say. Sir Ian McKellen the second. Sir Robert Bryson Hall the second. Wherever and whoever the fuck you are, I'm still looking. She still has hope. It's cute. I still have hope somewhere, maybe, probably not, you know. Somewhere but like, there oh, is Bryson, Bryson Hall. Hall the second. Um, did they already have two sets of these clothes? Did they go out and buy them? How would they have had time to buy them if the fight was today? How did they find all of the same exact pieces of clothing? The list goes on. Like, let's take it a little further. Let's take it further. Since we're assuming Bryson might be here. Assuming. How do they all just live in Seattle because apparently How? the show is worldwide? Apparently. They could all just come to the loft. Also, yes. what's the budget for this web show? I feel I, like they had to be flown in. But even so, like, they don't... Or they flew themselves? Are these kids also part of the 1%? But, like, even even if they all did live in Seattle, someone would have had to drive them there. And then yes. they don't have rides back because when they show up, they don't know how long they're going to be there for because they yes. don't know why they're actually there. Yes. Like, where did they come from? Where did they go? Identical babies. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did, where did you, you come go? from? Where'd I don't want to know. Kids. Oh, wow. That's good. <laughs> That's really, I didn't know how to thanks, end it. Thanks, thanks. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Take notes. No fucking. Who actually did Cotton Eye Joe? Banned from know. the seventies. Banned from the seventies. Take notes. Take notes. Whoever the fuck wrote Cotton Eye Joe? Whoever the fuck wrote Cotton Eye Joe? Take notes. I don't. You know what? You beat me to it, but I, I'm gonna talk about this a little bit later too. But you know who the who the fuck drops them off? I can't. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. But a, so somebody called Logic. Where are you? Where are Natalie, you? Natalie, he's not here. He's not in the he's room. He's not here. Please. We have to give up. We Who's holding have to logic up. hostage? Somebody no. please let him loose. We Dan. Have to let him go. Dan, what did you do here. to him? What did you do? Natalie, Why is look he at me. Here? Look no, at me. He's not here. I don't want him. He's never here. No. He doesn't even know who we are. No. The kids are Logic, nervous about please. sneaking out. We have to let it go. We have to let it go. Fred has never snuck out before, so he's scared. Shocker. Well, he actually tried to once, and he's a little like, bit shocked. Yeah, I walked out the front door, saw a hobo, and ran back inside. Mm. Not one, but two. Two jokes. In two. one episode? Are one you kidding a Two me? for one. A two Leave for. Leave the fucking hobos alone. Leave them alone. alone. Leave them alone. You know, a few comments. One, little pussy boy. Little fucking mm-hmm. pussy bitch mm-hmm. boy. Two, 
demonizing homeless people, making it so, making them seem so scary that you have to run back inside because they mm-hmm. are so scary. Three, little pussy boy. Four. Four. Oh no! Someone who doesn't have a home. Oh no! In Seattle, so scary. In one of the whitest, most gentrified cities ever. I was just about to say, has this man? Where black and brown people are purposefully pushed out of their housing because of inflated rental costs. But like, has he never seen a homeless person outside before? Like, not it's when not he was like alone he just. In the dark. Oh, so scary. Like, no, no what? rich white boy. Never seen someone oh my who's God. He's like, he goes home and he wipes his tears with his $100 bills. Literally. Like, like I hope you get fucking chlamydia uh, in the eye. I mean, his dick do be itching, so. He already got chlamydia of the dick. Just transfer it to the eye. But also, just to end it all. Yeah, hey, I had strep throat in my asshole. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. I was just going to say, again, little pussy boy. But you know what? <laughs> Period. <laughs> I hope you get strep throat in your asshole. I hope you get strep throat in your asshole, pussy boy. <laughs> uh, Sam's lookalike is like, when did Fred get so hot? And Sam's like, this girl is nothing like me. <laughs> right. Sure. Right. Sure thing, mm-hmm. bestie. Yeah, we we all saw you literally soaking wet a few scenes ago uh, when Fred got bonked in the head. So mm-hmm. she was like, "Oof." She's like, Can't "I tell love what's it running when me on. it gets degraded." The perpetrator or the perpetratee? Come on, or both? Ooh, the reason. Maybe she wants to take them to to Paris. She wants she wants them to take her to Paris. Somebody get her a ticket. Good God. The lookalikes don't know what they signed up for. They mm-hmm. literally thought they were going to be on iCarly. Right, of course. And Freddie and Carly are like, why did you tell them that? And she's like, because I didn't think they would want to be here if they were just going to be sitting in a room alone with nothing to do for all the whole entire fucking night. Uh, as they should. Yeah. Uh, They start fucking rioting. Uh, until the yes. iCrew offers to pay them 20 bucks each. Mm-hmm. And look like Sam is like, make it 50. <laughs> and she's like, oh, now this bitch is going to act like me? <laughs> I mean, period. Again, she knows her worth. So good yeah, for her. Yeah, she said, I might be a corked up shoddy and different from you, but I know at the I end know of the day, it's about that paper. It, the economy is going to shit right now in 2009. So we're in a Dude, recession. It's right before the housing crisis. Right. Which like also, I need that money. We're in a housing bubble right now, and this is about to happen again. Damn, it's it's full circle. Except now, I'm like a I'm a real person. Like when you're a kid, it's just sort of like, oh, Christmas is kind of sad. Oh, yeah. I might have to live with grandma for a few years, but but now it's like, now it's like I'm like, going I might to have die to live with my mom. <laughs> like my mom can live with her mom, and that's fine. But like yeah. me living with no, no. What about my kids, dude? I have a three legged cat. How am I going to take care of him? How? It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway. Um, you know, okay, so more logic. I'm trying to dial you. If you could just pick up, that we would be just great. We're such big fans. Like, we know you're not here. We know you blocked our number, but we're going to keep trying to reach out. I just, I really just want you to come on the podcast. I really do. Um, But, like, you know, as like, did these kids, did their parents just drop them off? How are they going to stay there all night? At a stranger from the internet. At a stranger like, from the internet's house. Without a pickup time. Will their parents, just, like, will they not get worried? What? How are they going to just go? How How are they going to go like, to the bathroom? The bathroom's downstairs. They're locked. They're locked in that room. 
There's no fucking. Do they have the piss bucket? Do they have the they them bucket? Where is it? But also, like, I feel like that, like that modernized thing where, like, you go somewhere and then you text your mom, like, "Hey, yes. you can pick me up in 30. They don't was have that. Thing. Yes, even though cell phones were sort of being more like, uh, right, like common. It was still a very traditional, like, pick me up at nine, okay? Yes. When are you going to be back? I want to know. You know, it's And like you had to pay that... for text. Like, it yeah. wasn't unlimited text. You had to, yeah. you had to pay per text. There wasn't any minutes. unlimited texting plans. So, like, your mom would come home at the assigned time, and, like, yes. you would not have an update about, hey, I'm on yes. the way. Because you had to pay for every single interaction. Yep. Wow. Dude, we are so old. We are so fucking old. We, like, lived in the Victorian era. Literally. Like, I, I just don't, I, I cannot, I, 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 I cannot wrap my head around the idea of just a parent dropping their child off at a random stranger's house. That is on the internet. I watched them online. Right. That is famous from the internet. Yeah, that's really fun. Okay. Even if they weren't from the internet and like they watched them, just like random people's house, even assuming, even assuming they live in Seattle. That is insane. No, and these kids could not get an Uber. Uber didn't exist. Right. Getting a taxi was, like, really hard. If Like, unless you lived in New York, taxis were, like, a thing that you had to schedule. Like, if you're going to the airport, oh, I'm going to yeah. take a cab. I scheduled it two days ago. They know they're going to come pick me up at 7 a.m. Because, like, it was not a – like, taxis were not even a reliable thing. That's only, no. like, a New York No, you can't just go out thing. and call a taxi anywhere else. Like, you have to, like, yeah. call them, like you're saying. Yeah. But, like – like, imagine, so they, they think that they're going to be on iCarly. Let's say, hypothetically, iCarly is, like, an hour long, okay? Like, every whatever, Wednesday. Then, after the hour, are their parents not freaking out? Like, they're there all night. They're there all night. What do you mean? Just nothing. They're, what? It makes no sense. My mom would literally, my mom would have called the police. My mom would, no, my mom yes. wouldn't have even taken me there. My mom would not have even taken me. If I had snuck out, my mom would have called the police and been like, my daughter is a missing person. Yeah. Um, the gang has a foolproof plan for Ooh. them in case Spencer comes up. They pre-recorded a bunch of generic responses that will definitely Ooh. make sense and fool Spencer into thinking that they are, in fact, the I crew. Genius. So, mind blown, MIT calling. <laughs> Sam plays around with the tracks and discovers one or freddie just says i love you carly shit <laughs> i love you. i love you over and over again and he gets beat red embarrassed and is like i was testing the mic i threw up that is disgusting Mm-mm. He was like, Mm-mm. I love, love you, Carly. Carly. He sounded like he was drunk. You. He was like, I love. He like had a few too many beers. He's like, Carly. Justin, in five, four, three, two. I love you, baby. Love you. Look, blaming the mic <laughs> test for that does yeah. not make it better no playing it blaming a mic chest is good like if you're singing badly or saying nonsense if you're like yelling ooga, ooga, ma, 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 ma. like oh i was just <laughs> mic testing it's just gibberish but like professing your love for carly to an empty room in the an empty room tone of voice kind of makes it worse yeah like if you're recording something for her at least it would make sense you're professing your love to send to her I literally picture him like the Gibby meme with the microphone being like, Kali, I love you. <laughs> like, literally. 
pathetic, <laughs> pathetic pussy ass little fucking bitch. Pathetic, embarrassing, embarrassing for you. Very embarrassing. Well, we finally made it to this MMA fight that we have been edging the entire episode. <laughs> and the gang walks in backstage. And as soon as Carly steps foot backstage, a big burly man, MMA fighter, starts looking her up and down as they walk past her. Yup, wee woo wee woo wee woo is correct. Wee woo wee woo wee woo wee woo wee woo the wee woo wee woo wee woo wee woo wee woo. You know, I know that this is supposed to be like ooh. Scary. He's so tough. He's gonna like fight a kid or something. But it was giving. It was giving. Ooh, scary. He's checking out a kid to touch them inappropriately. He was like, "Damn, look at that little underdeveloped ass." Like if a man looked at me. No. If a scrawny man gave me the look that this man gave Carly, like. Instant fight or flight response. Instant. Bitch, I'm out of here. I'm sprinting away. I'm gone. I'm done. Instant. You are fucking out. R-worded. Goodbye. Like, no, 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 no. I will be safe somewhere else away from you, you fucking freak. But this guy, he was he big. He was like 300 pounds. He was like, yeah. Oh. Like, that should have. That is why Spencer did not want you here. That is why Spencer did not exactly. want you here. He had a reason. He drew the line. Hashtag Spencer was right. Hashtag believe elders. Yep. Hashtag respect your elders. Hashtag respect Spencer. Hashtag he actually knew what he was doing. Hashtag I stand with Spencer again. Hashtag I'm with him. <laughs> Literally. Well, Fred is defending these pedophilic fighters, <laughs> saying that they're just like us. They just have different urges. Yeah. Not not like the rest of us. Maybe just you. But, you know, when a guy who had his ear ripped off just casually walks by and fred is like "Mm, maybe never mind the kids are shrekking pissing crying throwing up but then jackson colt and baby kevin colt little baby little baby colt show up kevin says that him and his dad the famous mma fighter are huge fans of iCarly, of course. And Jackson is like, random dancing. You girls kill me. What? What? I, no. I I don't believe it. I I don't believe it. Why are so many people watching fucking iCarly? Why are so many adults watching iCarly? And he knows. If it was a worldwide child phenomenon, maybe I could get behind it. You know, Fred was a thing. Da da da. No adult was watching Fred like ha 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 ha. No, like kids were watching Fred. Same kids are watching iCarly, and apparently weird older men are also watching iCarly because it's never women. It's never women that watch the show that are older. That are older. It's always dudes. Do you remember what actual Carly Bondera said to us? Yes. When she was like, yeah, like random old dudes would come up to me. That it was always old guys who watched it too. And they'd be like, ha ha, it's my kid. Ha 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 ha. I'm not having impure thoughts. It's my kid. Literally, literally in iCarly as well. Anyway, let's lighten up the mood. Lighten so it up. This little, this little ass boy, Kevin Colt, has <laughs> the funniest accent. He rolls up to the crew and he goes, hey, I Corley. <laughs> Hi, Corley. Hey, Corley. So cute. Where's uh, Where's Dre? Where's her her dialogue coaching? <laughs> Where is she? 
<laughs> well, um, Jackson Colt is played by Terrell Lee, who has been in a handful of other things, including Modern Family, Hannah Montana. Montana, not the same episode as Fake Eye Carly. He was in I Honestly Love You, which Fred was saying to the microphone about Carly. Um, I was like, I honestly love you. Were they stealing the fucking the yep, love I? Yep. Yeah. He was like, I capital H honestly love you. He was also in the movie Takers. He was also in the Goldbergs, etc., etc., etc. Kevin Little Baby I Corley Colt is played by Rashad Monson, whose literal only other IMDb credit is playing Roland in the 2010 movie Stacy's Mom. Has got it going on. <laughs> She's all I want. Well, and and I waited, waited for so, so long. long. I looked it up to see, and the song predates the movie, so the movie is inspired by the song. Also, the songwriter, Adam Schlesinger, uh-huh. he says that the song is actually inspired by one of his childhood friends who told him that his grandma was hot. The song is actually about a gilf, not a milf. It's about a gilf? Oh, my God. Grandma, can't you see? See, you're the only one for me. One for me. You're like, granddaddy, can't you see? You're the only one for me. Grandma. (laughs) I'm in love with granddaddy. (laughs) I'm in love with granddaddy. (laughs) A little scrawny white guy comes out of nowhere. He just kind of spawns, which they tend to do. Is it logic? Is it logic? It's logic. Oh, fuck. No, it's not logic. (laughs) Not that scream literally breaking my computer. <laughs> like, my entire computer froze as we were both like, ah! <laughs> it couldn't handle it. Heard logic, and it was like, oh, fuck, he's in the building. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like he can't exist. It's an anomaly for him to exist. Yeah. Well, it's not logic. I hate to tell you guys this. And to my computer, please do not die again. It's not logic. It's... Just a little scrawny white guy. Um, He tells Jackson Colt that he couldn't get him meatloaf since they were all out. But instead, he got him some fish, you know, tried to make it up to him. My pussy. Just kidding. That's delicious. My pussy. And without hesitation. My pussy. Jackson. You want to eat my pussy? (laughs) What? Not you vomiting at at that invitation. You should be foaming at the mouth (laughs) i'm sorry continue and without hesitation jackson grabs the little scrawny guy's arm and yeets him across the room into the table of food behind them he yeets that fetus yep carly nervously asks if he's ready to do the interview now and jackson turns into the kool-aid man and goes oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and sam who is in niagara falls just goes, I love this guy. <laughs> While baby Kevin is just standing there looking around awkwardly, not sure what to do as Sam thirsts over his father. Okay. She's like, Kevin's dad has got it going on. He's all I want and I waited for so long. Jackson, Baby, can't you see? You're just the only one for me. I know it might be wrong, but. I just love when you throw the little white guy into the table. 
Back to iCarly. Not cool, dude. You just assaulted the weird scrawny white boy. Yeah. White boy writes. Like, come on. You can't do that. It was assault. It was literal assault. That was really fucked up. It was also, like, really, really intense. Like, he, like, chucked him into a fucking table. Yeah. And then he starts making these really <laughs> weird guttural noises. Like, <laughs> after he does it. And I was like, yeah, I'm scared. Like, ter- like, like again. Sir, I am scared. Logic, sir. Sir Chamomile Price II, whatever his name is, I'm scared. <laughs> this is why Spencer did not want them there. This is why. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Exhibit B. Exhibit C. Exhibit D. Exhibit all of the exhibits at one time right here. Like, this was terrifying. Like, <laughs> I'm in danger. You literally. Anyway. You know who's not in danger? Who? The lookalikes. They're set up in the iCarly set watching TV in beanbag chairs when Mm -hmm. Spencer comes up and offers them some cubed fruit. Someone cutting up fresh fruit for you. Yeah. Like unprompted, just doing it out of nowhere is truly the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. It is a parental love language. It is. Like if I could cut up fruit for my cats, I would, but it's really not healthy for them. Right. So instead... I spend more money on their food, their healthy human grade cat food, than I spend on my own food every week. Period. And that's me cutting them up fruit. Aw. Oh, they start replying with the automated responses, and it quickly starts to make zero sense and just confuses Not a single the thing. fuck out of Spencer. Mm-hmm. He thinks that they're so mad at him and just like ignoring him and trying to fuck with him. Right. So he grabs the key hidden atop the door frame and waltzes right on in. And realizes they're lookalikes and screams, "Ha! Ah, holy similar!" <laughs> and they just run, run into the like bathroom. little mice. They just scurry. Like, like he couldn't just follow them. Right. Like, like they ran, run so far away he couldn't catch them. Right. There's two exits out of this apartment. One, the elevator, and two, the <laughs> door that Spencer is blocking. And they decide to go into the corner. Where they are Which cornered. Which has to be a closet. It's like they're literally just like like this. Right. Just like huddled together. Balled like up. little fucking mice. Like like scaredy. But you know what? Again, uh, you know, I know logic. He's still, we're, the dial tone. It's still, it's ringing. We're on hold. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> but like. I'm sorry. The logic that the you number. are calling for <laughs> is not available. Please hang up and understand that Dan Schneider doesn't care about logic. Thank you. I won't. I won't hang up. Dial it again. Dial it again. The door is glass. The door is We're glass. Sorry. No, Logic it's is not literal. This time. It's literal glass. That nothing makes sense in the iCarly verse. No. Spencer could not see them when they got up and ran directly towards the door, face forward. It's crazy. Their faces, like he, they literally get up and run right to the computer. How? How does he not see them? All, all he needs to do, too, is while they're standing there, all he needs to do is just crouch down and look at them. You know what? In reference to this, I will say, when you're not expecting something to be off, like, I think we're underestimating one's ability to truly be on autopilot. Because, you know, when you're, like, at the store with your friend or something, and then someone with just sort of, like, the slightest hair color is, like, standing next to you, and you just start talking to them, and you don't realize it's not them until, like, way too late. Like, you just assume that, like, it is what you think it is. Yeah. Until it's aggressively in your face. But I guess, like, he was already kind of suspicious about it is the thing. Like, he was like, you guys are being weird. Like, that doesn't really make any sense. Like, blah, blah, blah. I think by the time he's thinking that it's weird, like, they've already huddled like this. Like, you can only see their hair, you know? But still, how did he not see them as they scurried over? Like, they literally, they had to face the door to get up to go to the computer. I've been checking out his beautiful fruit cutting. Which is stupid because they should have positioned the computer 
computer somewhere else. Yeah, because I do think that he should have thought it was strange that they all ran to the computer before they started replying, quote unquote. But I understand why he wouldn't recognize them right away. And then by the time he was like, things are weird, like their hair was in their face and Freddie was like, don't look at me. I like trains. We have a Dan sympathizer here. Dan sympathizer. Apparently she doesn't think we need logic in this chat. You can finish the rest of the episode alone. Sean White has left the building. <laughs> he, has a, he has a really important um, competition to get through. Damn. Well, we're back at the MMA fight. And the girls are in the middle of a super hilarious iCarly bit backstage with Jackson Colt. <laughs> When Spencer comes running in and interrupts their live broadcast, the girls are speechless and Spencer starts getting angry at them. Spencer is like mad, mad. Pissed. Like capital M-A-D, mad. Capital. Pucky goes up to him and is like, I told them we should have stayed home. <laughs> and he's so fucking annoyed with her bullshit. He literally brushes her hand off of his arm and is like, Sam. Like, Jerry Trainer is serving Mr. Yep. Upsetty Spaghetti. Yep. Mr. Seriously Delirious. Yep. It's being served. It, he is not having it. He is not having a single word. It was spooktastic. I believed it. I was afraid. Yeah, I was scared. I thought he was about to, like, beat the shit out of them right then and there, yeah. to be quite honest. I shrugged myself. I was like, God damn. He was big mad. Jackson butts in, saying that they are in the middle of a very important interview. And Spencer, like the manly man that he is, says that he does not give a single <sighs> flying fuck. And the girls are coming home with him Fuck immediately. You, Bro, Carly and Freddie are like, but we're live, Spencer. <laughs> Come on. Don't be so uncool. And Spencer literally goes to Carly. You just be quiet. Like, this so sounds intense. so intense. Like, he is He, he is, is so pissed. You know when you get, like, PTSD thrown back to, like, when your, your parent was really mad at yeah. you? And you, like, sort of shut down because, like, that feeling is so... And that's how I felt. I was like, holy fuck. Holy... F- I'm afraid. Yes. He's like, you just be quiet. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. But also, yeah, we I'm have, sorry. like, never really seen this side of Spencer before. The episode that I was, like, talking about before is the I Want to Stay with Spencer where he gets very parental. But he's not mad at Carly. Right. But he, he has that, like, parental side of him. But he's not mad at her. Like, here he is, like, pissed. Like, he is, like, a mad parent, like, a protective parent, where before he was just, try- like, trying to be, like, caring and, like, show that, like, he cares about her and knows a lot about her and everything. But here he's, like, he's pissed. He's disciplining. Yes. He's not being, like, a nurturer. He's no. He's being, like, a discipliner. Yes. Which is an important part of parenting. Right. But it's sc- he's scary. 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 I was scared. I, I was scared. It. I was shit. I was. I was shrekking. Absolutely. I was eating it up, but I was scared <laughs> with every swallow. I was like, "What if this one is the one that?" <laughs> well, Jackson he threatens Spencer, saying that he cannot talk to them like that. Mm-hmm. And as soon mm-hmm. as Spencer tries to explain that he absolutely can. In fact, talk to them like that. Ken, as in Barbie's counterpart. Jackson grabs Spencer by the shoulder, and Spencer is in shock. He starts commenting mm. about how big and beefy, beefy Jackson's hand is, but Jackson doesn't appreciate being made fun of. Big and beefy, really? Come on. I'm just going to, yeah. you know, I don't really need to Dip. say anything else, but. Cock. Yeah. Lit- Penis. Literally. Spencer says that he is a citizen of Seattle and he will be taking these children home with him. Okay, 
pedophile pedophile of seattle <laughs> i'm gonna go yell this in a chug and cheese and see what happens whenever <laughs> we visit seattle, seattle we're gonna go i, I am a citizen of seattle <laughs> and i and will be taking, taking these, these children home with, with me, me. <laughs> like the see Not how fast seattle, the police though. come to pick you up i'll be in los angeles california yay walking to a chuck e cheese i'm a citizen, I'm a citizen. of seattle <laughs> They'll be like, uh, hello, somebody please me. call Camila Cabello right now. <laughs> like, he didn't even finish explaining that he is their guardian. He just was like, I'm taking them home. I would have also beat the shit out of him. But anyway, I digress. Well, Jackson, he has the same idea as me. He lifts Spencer up. And as Spencer is yelling at him to stop, and the girls are literally just standing there. Literally. Literally not doing anything, letting this happen. He yeets his next scrawny white boy victim into the same somehow now fixed food table. Fred, of course, captures the entire thing on camera and then just pans over to the girls where Carly nervously goes, we'll we'll be right back. Jackson gets in front of the frame and just goes and finger guns at the camera, proud of himself for defending his favorite girlies from the wrath of this crazy white man trying to take them home. Bro, this was scary. Scary. This was scary. Like, Spencer got fucking yeeted into scary. that table. And that table broke. Broke. And, it like, this was, like, I was scared. Like, it wasn't, like, a funny amount of, like, stoogy violence. No. Like, it was, like, like he was, threw like, him. I was like, he's dead. Like, all of the bones in that man's body are literally broken right now. And this is this is the live murder yeah. on iCarly. Like, I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. Jackson Colt is a murderer. So did their millions and billions and trillions of fans who are all children and apparently some weird, creepy adults all saw it with their own eyes. Jackson carried Spencer all the way back to Shay Shay mm-hmm. and just dumps his limp, passed out body sort of near the couch with zero regard for how he actually lands so he ends up rolling onto the floor with brute force and all the kids have to run around him to hoist him back up onto the couch right this man is dead he is deceased yeah and he's limp they just broke more of his bones if there were even any more to break to be quite honest he is literally about to be luby all up on that couch in his little cast Mm -mm. needing the kids to break his fucking ceiling fan not buy him an air conditioning unit what did he make them do feed his rats yeah feed his little rats the the crickets or whatever from the corners the little bugs from the corners (laughs) or the snake whatever it was yeah like they had to feed or the lizard was it what was it it was some it was some feed my lizard lizard. it was some it was some reptile but uh, another comment i forgot to add here is where the hell is jackson's child literally that's what i was thinking where is his kid he's just go- he left him at the mma fight he so left him at the mma fight white man apartment and and but i'm gonna hang out with these little girls if you don't mind son literally literally this grown man a grown man left his child at the mma fight with other grown men who are clearly fucking weirdos and ready to kill people and or do other things to children just went to these random little girls apartment while their guardian is passed out dead yeah and also 
from the beginning, it seems like they're not from Seattle. So he doesn't even live here. So how does the? it's not like the kid could just like call his mom and be like, hey, I want to go home. Like they don't live there. So how the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. And it gets even weirder. They literally just fuck the kid. And the kid is an iCarly fan, too. The kid should be the only iCarly fan in, in the father-son duo. I have more thoughts on this later. Okay, okay. But I'll, right now, I'll just explain. Yeah, go for it. Uh, they pull up Spencer's arm, and it flops onto his face uh-huh. completely limp. Freddie's like, is he going to be okay? <laughs> and Jackson Colt's like, yeah, I didn't throw him hard enough to kill him or nothing. How do you know that? <laughs> I don't know. This man is literally like limp, limp and passed out from being thrown across the room into a table. Right. And no one seems to be concerned about it. No. It is strange. Why did they not go to the hospital? Why are they not in the ER right now? Why Why did this episode not end in the ER with him in a full body cast like they did with the fucking, with what's his name? Shane, whatever they were trying to kiss. This is, this, I was nervous. Like, I was legitimately nervous this episode. I was like, yes. Spencer's dead. Like, Spencer D-I-E-D'd. Like, he's dead. D-I-E-D. Yeah, on live, on the live internet. Like, live streamed. on Nickelodeon, on Live iCarly. Yeah. Like, now on Netflix. On all of it. He's dead. He's dead, deceased. Where like they're writing his obituary. Mm-hmm. They decide to go back up and restart iCarly to tell the fans that Spencer's gonna be okay. Yeah, priorities. Just like <laughs> telling your fans about instead of like maybe actually fucking helping him. Right. And Jackson Colt, keep in mind his son is nowhere to be found. Is like, wait, y'all are gonna film iCarly in the iCarly stewed with the iCarly crew? Can I come watch? And and you missed out because. They start to, like, go upstairs, right, to go film their little web show for children. And Mr. J. Colt goes, hey, like, literally screams at the top of his lungs. Like, bro, we're in a tiny condo. We are in a tiny, tiny condo. But, like, why did he yell so loud? Like, it scared the shit out of me. And each time I watch it, it still scared the shit out of me. And I knew it was coming. Like, he yelled with every fiber in his being. Hey! Like, I would have I would have shrecked myself in that moment if I was any of those kids. Because my guardian is passed out dead. A grown-ass 300-pound man just yelled, hey, at me. The person who killed him. Yeah. We are alone in my apartment. I am unable to drive. I I don't know what the fuck to do. And he just screamed at me. No, I would have sprinted up the stairs and been like, see you later. Goodbye. Locked that door. door. Yep. Out. Nope. But also, also, Mr. J. Colt, he goes, I was just thinking, um, you know, me and my me and my biceps could uh No. This is scary. Wee yeah. woo wee. Like, wee, this wee, sounds wee, so pedoey. Like, he is yeah. filleting those mignons. Uh, like, uh, you and your biceps, what? What are they going to do? Why do you want to go show off your biceps to children on a children's web show for children? Like, also, his interest in iCarly in general coupled with this really weird aggressive personality yes makes me so fucking uncomfortable yes and i feel like they're trying to do this juxtaposition where he's really nice to them but then meet everybody else for like comedic effect yeah but it was 
not coming across that way. No. It came across where, like, his real personality is this angry, aggressive, scary person. Yes. And he's playing nice in front of the kids to earn their trust. That's what it came right. across, like, to me. Yes. And I also feel like his character is playing into, like, that aggressive, scary black man stereotype. Yep. And it, in my mind, would have been way funnier and made way more sense if he was actually this big buff guy but was just a huge softie like a little teddy bear yeah and he sided with spencer because he's a dad too right he realized that you know they they did something that you know might have been dangerous yes yeah like those shows could be scary oh my god dan dan hit our line what the actual fuck that would have been amazing if he was actually a softie and sided with spencer instead of beating the shit out of him that would have been perfect because i was afraid and also it would have been Funnier if it was really clear that he was only pretending to be into iCarly. Yes. To have something in common with his son and to bond with his son. Yes. And to be back at the apartment with his son and to see right. his son being like, they're going to Oh my like God. Carly. And then him being like, oh, would you mind if we, if yes. we joined so right. my son could be on it? But I'm famous and that's the reason why you're going to let my son be on it. You know, like leveraging his celebrity to get his to get his son involved in some people that he really idolizes. Like that would make more sense. It would be wholesome. It would have been funnier, like, like maybe if wow. we saw him, maybe like boxing or something, and that's when he's being aggressive, not to right. some random fucking employee that he yeah. like chucks because he brings him a, a salmon instead of a meatloaf, and then like he's actually just like a huge softy and a big old teddy bear, and he just wants to bond with his son, and he yeah. agrees to be on this web show so his son thinks he's cool, you know? Wow, that would have been so nice but then he was like aggressive and weird and it made me uncomfortable yes. the entire episode yes it was weird it came across weird it came across weird and that would have been so much better wow now i'm mad just thinking about how different the episode could have been because that would have been perfect or even or even if spencer had some kind of like connection with jackson like if he had reached out to him before being like oh if they end up showing up because yeah. he knows like how mischievous they all are like playing a little joke on them being like oh i'm in on it blah 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 what like anything they could have ran with it but no they just wanted to make him like a mean guy who just like left his kid when his kid was the big fan of icor it doesn't make any sense it doesn't yeah. make any sense and even if it did make sense it's still weird for this grown-ass man to like be so excited to be on icarly on his own yeah. well we are live on icarly after they were forcibly taken upstairs with mr j colt and the girls they're they're jumping around as if Spencer isn't bleeding out to death on the couch downstairs. They said, fuck you. Yeah, literally. They said, we do not care. And what do they show on iCarly? You know, you might ask. Well, they show a fucking slow-mo video of Spencer getting absolutely yeeted into the table to his death as he's deceased downstairs. And Sam is like, yup, that was Carly's brother airborne and carly's like oh but don't worry viewers at home the doctor says he's going to regain consciousness any minute no sam that was carly's brother dying this was like genuinely fucked up fucked up genuinely fucked up it was not it was not funny in the slightest i was like genuinely what what doctor what what doctor there is no the guy doctor that sewed the sushi ear back on yeah him? that doctor him? him i don't trust him him he's not board certified but even he if was it was chilling. him he was hanging out he was he was eating a sandwich but like also even if it was him he is not here he touched the sushi ear with bare hands 
He non-compliant. No. He is not in the house. How do they know that he's going to wake up any minute? Supposedly, he passed out, let's say, an hour ago. There's no way it was less than that because they had to drive over there, drive back, get him in, blah, 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 whatever. How do they know? How do they know? Like, Jackson Colt is the one who dragged him in and flopped him on the couch where he got another concussion, broke all of his other bones. He just him down. There is no doctor supervision. Like, what is this? Literally, they just don't want to have the cops called on them. Literally. They're like, yeah, my brother's dead downstairs, but, like, for the cameras, we're going to say that, like, he's definitely awake. Like, we definitely did not commit murder on a live webcast. But, you know, before the girls go... Sam hits the button and it's random dancing because, again, it's not like there's literally a murder victim downstairs. But the random dancing is with Jackson Colt. Jackson runs out and is more excited than he's ever been and everyone starts jamming out. Then the scary story bra comes out and Jackson goes, ha, the bra. So he act- he actively watches iCarly. Because he knows the bits. He knows the skits. He knows the bits. He knows the goofs. He knows the gaffs. Like, he knows the scary story bra. It's not just because his kid is watching. Okay, first of all, that bra has a name, and it's Jorge. It's Jorge. It's Jorge. It's Jorge. Damn. I'm sorry. Call him by his name. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> Carly calls on their lookalikes who join them for the random dancing. You know, again... <laughs> I'm sorry. I I hate to keep calling Logic. I I know your voicemail is full, but like, did Spencer just leave these random kids? (laughs) Did Spencer just leave these random kids in the house while he was gone to go get the game? They like, have did been he, in that little tiny room the whole time. Did he lock them back up in the attic while he was 100%. gone? 100%. <laughs> he said, fuck you. I'm going to find your mothers. I'm going to find your fathers. You're not getting away with this. You try to dupe me. You're trying to dupe me, Spencer Shay? No. <laughs> no. Hell no. You, We're kidnapping you for real now. Hell yeah. You want to be in my house? Fine. Stay in my house. You're in my house. Welcome to Shay Shay, motherfucker. <laughs> Where are their parents? Where are the police? What is happening? They've been in there. They're just orphans. It was actually that's where they found them. In an orphanage, (laughs) no normal kids with parents can apply. That's why the fucking. That's why they don't even look like them. It's because they only looked in orphanages. (laughs) The pool of kids was so small. It was so small. Anyway, downstairs. Downstairs. Spencer wakes up on the couch, confused. (laughs) mumbling he literally has amnesia and on the big ass random uh uh, computer screen he sees it's blurry jackson colt dancing Mm -hmm. with the kitties with the kitties and jorge the floating bra Uh uh-huh he goes why is jackson colt dancing with a bra you know what spencer i have the same question I would love to know. I have so many questions. First of all, Spencer wakes up mumbling about grounding Carly for two, like, weeks. Yes. This fucking episode set up so many, like, serious issues. Yep. With very serious consequences. And absolutely nothing bad happened to the kids. Like, everything is just okay. Yeah. It's very much encouraging. They didn't learn their lesson. No, there was no lesson. Again, Carly didn't learn the lesson that she needed to learn 
Same, same thing with the fucking exactly. with the little elf Mitch. The little elf. Same thing. Didn't learn. Didn't learn the lesson. This whole episode is very much giving ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah. Very much giving hang out with scary older men who are famous and you adore, and everything will just be okay. Yep. And I was like, no, no. There are consequences. First of all. He assaulted your brother. Yes. They didn't even say, that's my brother. Hey, maybe don't punch him. They just stood there and were like. They were like, oh. And like, so literally what Spencer was afraid of was them being in danger. And then he goes to rescue them and he gets thrown into a fucking table and like breaks his fucking spine. And then the episode just ends. Yep. The episode should not have ended there. No. It, It Like something else needed to happen. Like this was the climax. Yes. And we needed that decrescendo. We needed consequences. We needed Spencer to speak his mind and to everyone realize that he was in the right the whole time. He was. never gone. They, in, first of all, they endangered those random kids because, yes. I mean, honestly, no one knows if Spencer's a weirdo or not. Like, right. leaving them alone in a house with the strange man in a strange place. Like, that's not okay. Well, not only now did they, like, leave them alone with Spencer, but now Spencer is passed out. And they're with the new perpetrator. Yes. And this man is alone with now six children on a web show. And he is a professional assaulter. Yes. And he's willing to do it outside of work. And he has already assaulted two people in one night. Like, and he left his kid. Why would you leave your kid if you're not going to do something weird? There's no other reason. The message that this sends to kids. Like, hey, if your parents tell you no, guess what? They're wrong. If they're worried about you, they're paranoid. Right. Like, if you defy them, everything is going to be okay. Like, Dan Schneider is trying to tell children. He's trying to indoctrinate children yes, with this message. Like, hey, stay out with old, successful men. Where is the QAnon moms with this? Literally. Why the fuck are you worried about vaccines? No. You should be worried about strange men. You should be worried about Dan Schneider indoctrinating your children to hang out with strange men. I'm done with this episode. I'm so I've been done. I can't believe I can't believe we had to talk about this. I know. It's just it's too much. I can't believe we had to do this episode, title of the episode. I can't I can't believe, I can't you believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> uh... Well, somehow, somehow we're here. We're at the post credit scene. And honestly, I don't even want to be here at the post credit scene. No. Because, you know. I want to be making my HelloFresh. I do. I want to be anywhere else but here. I want to be, be anywhere else but here. <laughs> because this post credit scene had the opportunity to make this episode better. And yet, here we are no. at a shitty post credit scene of them yelling at us. Mm. And not only just a shitty one, but one that we have seen before. So really, Dan, you always fucking recycle these stupid-ass post-credit scenes, and I'm tired of it. You're going to give me this shitty-ass episode, and then you're going to recycle a post-credit scene? That is fucked up. That is lazy, lazy, uncreative. Despicable. Despicable. It's literally the fucking post-credit scene where they're like what would you do if a bear swallows your little brother and then goes to carly.com what if you can't find your pants oh good girl want to get chicken wings yup like shut the hell up i do want chicken wings right now i mean yeah but yeah fuck you dan schneider but yeah not creative enough no not creative enough fuck you how much do you get paid per episode fuck you whatever it is it's too much i'll steal your fucking challenger on a on a lighter note and on a way better note than this episode on a positive note let's talk about the pod babe of the week. 
This week's pod wave of the week is Bailey Kinney. Bailey <laughs> at Bailey Kinney, B A I L E E K I N N E Y on Instagram. And they are the pod babe of the week because ow, she ow. Venmoed us each $2 for being poor little beggars. And she specifically Venmoed both of us $2 because in the previous episode, we said back at the Shea apartment four times. Yes. So she literally did Venmo us every time we said it. That's crazy. And honestly, Bailey, I respect the hustle. I respect the attention yep. given. I respect the accuracy. The math. Mathematician. Wow. Generous mathematician. Thank you. A double pod, babe. She Venmos and knows how to do math. So thank you. And honestly, beyond the monetary value, the fact that the fact I'm going to cry. Don't even say I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm going to be honest. When I saw that Venmo, I was like, who just Venmoed me? Like, n- no one knows. I'm like, what? Like, where did this come from? And I saw <laughs> Me was, too. I did the same thing. I was like, what the hell? I was like, wait, who was this? I don't remember. And then I saw that it was a podcast thing, and I literally, like, had to stop putting my phone down, and I was like, my heart. Like, I literally was so like, look at what my friend just did. Are you kidding? I was like, people actually <laughs> listen to us. They listen to us if they can. <laughs> but... Thank you, Bailey. Anyway, gonna go, gonna go to sleep and cry. Thank you, Bailey. Two dollars to you, <laughs> but it's a whole fucking loving heart. It's a million in my heart. Anyway, um, anyway. the next episode is I want my website back. Yeah, we hope that you rewatch I want my website back with us. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. See you, you in, in two, two weeks. weeks. Bye. Bye. If you love I Rewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at I Rewatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, all Always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.